All right, I always like to start with something interesting. And if you're wondering how this whole work from home thing is going on, well, new research out this past week that remote workers, not us, okay, they're only working one third of the time. (laughs) Right, that's what they're saying. Uh, And wait, it gets worse. Four in 10 respondents in this research said that they gambled on their company-issued devices instead of working. They're gambling. (laughs) What? Um, Listen to this. 42% of Americans admitted to watching porn on their work computer. Who are these people? (laughs) Okay. I don't know if this is related, but that last point, just consider that. But men spend on average three hours less per week on work tasks as compared to women. Very interesting. It is, isn't it? You know, I like working from home, but it's so great to go to the studios and go to our offices because I like the idea of surrounding myself with some company. I know, that was bad, I know. Hey, I'm so thrilled that you're joining us here on Kim Commando today. Now, this is the Friday podcast. It's a little bit different than Monday through Thursday because that's my award-winning national big-time radio show that's on over 425 stations from coast to coast. And it's also heard, which I think is so cool, in 175 different countries on the American Forces Network radio and every ship at sea. And you know why that's important? You know what's happening this weekend? Hmm. Uh, I am going to visit the USS Santa Barbara get commissioned. Ooh. I'm so excited cool. about that. And so I'm like, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm on AFN. I'm on AFN. I'm so <laughs> excited. Uh, hey, listen, here on Kim Commando today on Fridays, we'd like to have fun. And joining me, as always, we have two incredible, amazing people who are remote working, and they are working because I know this. <laughs> we have our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. So, Allie, how are you going to astound all of our listeners and viewers today? I have some important news for iPhone and Android users, and then actually a really fun way to make money if you are someone who is good with words. And okay, so I'm so happy that we got off the foot fetish. <laughs> so happy we'll that. bring it back in like a month. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then, of course, we have our magnificent millennial and our very own internet scout, Matthew Heffel. Hello there, Matt. What Hello. Do you have uh, I'm going to talk about how a scam was foiled by new technology, as well as some handy tips to help you help out those not so tech savvy friends of yours. <laughs> Hmm. And we all have them, right? Isn't it the worst when you have somebody and you say, like, go to start and control panel. And the thing that they say back is, where's the control panel? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, this is going to be bad. Starting at the bottom. Hey, this is so fun. You can watch us actually do the show over at YouTube.com slash Kim Commando. Yes, that's right. We're all waving to you right now. So if you're looking for something fun to watch during the week, hey, we are there for you free of charge. Absolutely. At YouTube.com slash Kim Commando. All right. This is the part of the show where we like to start and talk about the news. These are important tech developments. And I like to go first. And if you're a nerd like me, uh, Steve Jobs. Remember him? Uh, Just an amazing (laughs) inventor, amazing person. Uh, He passed away more than 10 years ago, but his impact on day-to-day life is obviously everywhere. But wouldn't you like to know more about him? Wouldn't you like to have him answer some certain questions? Well, some research out this past week actually put together some ways that we could actually talk to Steve Jobs. A programmer made a chatbot so that this way you could carry on conversations with Steve Jobs. Hmm. Uh, And he has some great advice on parenting. Here, take a listen. As a father, one of the most important things I learned was to listen 
and respect your child's opinions and feelings. It's important to create an environment where they feel comfortable communicating with you openly. Also, try to lead by example and show them that it's okay to make mistakes and learn from them. Hmm. Okay. Sounded just like him. Yeah, right? it did. Yeah, it really did. I mean, it's kind of eerie. Kind of <laughs> a little bit creepy, mm -hmm. isn't it? I mean, just to kind of listen to that. Uh, the programmer said that he trained AI on Steve Jobs' voice and then connected it to chat GPT and then finally connected it to Facebook Messenger so that this way you can talk to Steve Jobs about anything. Wow. Anything wow. that you might want. Okay. Uh, moving on to another creepy AI fan. If you had a call from an unknown number, someone who you looked at and you're like, I don't know what that is, do not speak first. Do not because there's a new scam going around. All you have to do is say hello, <laughs> and then they're using software like Remembrance AI or another one called Labs. And what they can do is those scammers can take that just that three seconds of your voice and then turn it into anything so that this way you could maybe get a phone call from a family member or friend and say, you know, oh, this is your grandson, your granddaughter, and I'm here, or this is my, your mom, dad. So just warn all your family members and friends. When you answer the phone and it says unknown caller, you need to talk first. But better yet, uh, don't answer unknown callers. Okay? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> be it. Uh, let's go back to Steve Jobs. All right. So they're saying that the, the mouse that we're using today was actually invented by Steve Jobs. Hmm. And so it had all these different iterations. But a mouse was sold the other day at an auction, computer mouse, 178 thousand dollars what $178,000 wow uh, it was designed by Douglas Egelbar it has two metal discs on the bottom to locate the position of the cursor uh, rather than a ball or an optical light doesn't that make you feel smart <laughs> go answer that question in jeopardy uh, but you know speaking of Steve Jobs you know I have a question for you I have a question for you what did Steve Jobs say when he farted what did Steve Jobs say when he farted <sighs> I farted. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, Matt, help us, move us along, and help us act like mature adults. Okay. What's going on in your news world? Well, you know, Kim, you brought it up a little bit earlier, talking about those grandparent scams where people will, you know, use their voice, whether they're just impersonating or using AI to contact grandparents and try to scam them out of money, right? Well, this happened again in Florida, but this one has a little bit of a different ending. So a 90-year-old couple was in Florida and they got a call from their grandson and the call was saying, Oh, I'm in trouble and I need money. Um, you can't really wire it to me or Venmo it to me. What I'm going to have to do is have a car show up in front of your house and you're going to give the driver the money and he'll bring it to me and that'll help me out. So, you know, no. we all, yes, we all can think <laughs> of, you know, how, how we can get scanned, whether through email texts or whatever, but being scanned by a car pulling out in front of your house, <laughs> pretty crazy. So they did. They gave the driver the money. And while the driver was driving to the location to give the money to the person that was the scammer, they got a call from the police department saying, you need to bring that to the police department now. Now, the reason this happened is because Uber recently released a algorithm that is able to catch scams like this. Whoa. So they were able to. Wow, you're kidding. Exactly. They were able to get the money back to the police station and back to the couple before the scam was ever finished. So the interesting part is that they have not released how their algorithm works because not only do they, they don't want the scammers to find out, but they don't really want to know how much information of yours they're gathering. So, 
you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It can help people get out of these scams, but they're probably collecting a little bit more of your information, to be honest. So, so yeah, there are a lot of questions here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you know, so what did the what did the Uber driver say or how, I mean... The Uber driver was not involved in the scam. No, it was just they called an Uber. So the scammers called an Uber to that house. No, I got that. I understood that. Right. But but the Uber driver had to pick something up. Yeah, which you didn't know you can do. You can just use Uber to deliver things for you. It doesn't have to be a person. Yes. And so I was, that's why I was curious if, if maybe the Uber driver, they said something to the Uber driver, like, this is cash. You need to take this someplace. Or they said, this is a package because of my grandson. And then I, I'm just wondering if maybe the Uber app was listening yeah. for certain mm. words. And then if it heard certain words, then that's when it, it hit a button to alert the local police. That very well could be the case. I mean, all these apps are listening to you nowadays, so it wouldn't be surprising to me at all. You know, like I said, right. Uber will not tell us exactly how they were able to find this out. There could also be a way that, I mean, maybe the drivers are flagging things, right? If they mm. feel like... I'm being asked to do something I feel uncomfortable with. Maybe there's a help. I think this is illegal. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw I saw so, that the know, Uber driver actually was asked for questioning um, by different reporters and he didn't want to respond because he didn't want to give him information out there. So, mm-hmm. Well, he probably didn't want to. So here's what I want you to do, Matt. Okay. I want you to do a Google alert on this story. Okay. Because probably in, I'd say, three to six weeks, Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to say, oh, I figured out how they did it because I used to work for Uber and I don't work for Uber anymore. <laughs> and then they start spilling the beans. And so, oh, yeah. um, could you do that for us? 100%. I'd love to know it. Yeah, I'll give you guys an update Excellent. as soon as I hear what's going on. Excellent. All right. So are you Bad News Alley today? Maybe. Yeah, we need like <laughs> oh. a little, what if we had a, a snappy jingle for it? Wouldn't that make bad it feel news less Alley. bad? <laughs> Sally. Yeah, well, you know what? We could, you know what? Let's come up with one right now. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's bad, bad news, news Alley. Bad Alley. <laughs> Although maybe you shouldn't be happy when you do it. Yeah, we could. I think maybe it's just a womp womp situation. Okay. This All is a right. uh, smartphone warning for iPhone and Android users. Um, it's worse for Android. So we'll get iPhone out of the way first because a classic scam is back. Classic because it works. Uh, people are getting emails uh, related to their iCloud accounts. Um, sometimes it's a warning that, oh, no, your account was breached. You listening, you're smart enough to know uh, the only way you're going to get breached is if you interact with this email, right? Uh, that is how they're trying to get you by telling you there's something wrong with your account. Uh, there are also emails that say you're out of storage space, but just click this button and you'll get 50 gigs for free. No, nice. you are not going to get anything for free from <laughs> Apple. Once you get past, you, you know, the free storage limit, you do have to pay for it. So do not fall for this. Luckily, if you are looking carefully at these emails, it becomes pretty obvious, right, that there's something wrong. So look at the email sender, not just the display name, but the actual email address. Um, hover over the links. Better yet, don't click these. Uh, you can just sign into your iCloud account. And if there's something you really need to know, you'll get an alert there. Uh, you can do that at iCloud.com. And then Android, worst news here. Um, but first, I want to do a little cybersecurity definition so we're all on the same page. There is something called a zero-click hack. Uh, this is not the same as a zero-day attack. That's where there's an exploit, a flaw that hackers are using right now. You have to go patch your devices. 
a zero-click attack is where your device can be compromised and you don't have to do anything. You don't have to click a link. You don't have to download anything. It's just because of a flaw in you know the software uh, of whatever device you're using. These are really bad. Um, someone can <laughs> essentially funny, take over your phone if you have one of these chips that is um, that has one of these flaws. So this is phones that use the Samsung Exynos modems. Uh, it's more than just Samsung phones, by the way. But yes, the S22, the M33, the A33, a uh, bunch of the A series. We've got the full list over on Commander.com. Those are all uh, at risk for this. So is the Google Pixel 6 and oh. the 7, if you have one like I do. Um, good news, though, this has been patched for uh, Pixels. So go update your phone. If you have a Samsung, though, there is no patch yet. Um, this mm. means Ooh. that someone could silently and remotely take over your phone using just your phone number. Uh, this is pretty serious stuff. The security researchers said until there's a patch, there are a couple things you can do. Turn off the Wi-Fi calling on your phone and turn off the voice over LTE. Uh, in your device settings. Again, we have reminders how to do that over on commander.com. Check the list, see if your phone might be impacted. Boy, you know, that is frightening. Right? Just having your phone number is that they can just take over your phone. And we all have so much stuff on our phone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, aside from, you know, just making a phone call, you know, every once in a while. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. really yeah. crazy. All right, so I have the joke this week, and I will Ooh. tell you that, you know, I, you know, I've been traveling, so I didn't have a lot of time, so I'm setting it up right away. <laughs> that it may not be the best, okay? Uh, and then I also have some tips on how to, like, people are trying to steal your passcodes. Um, Matt, you're going to be talking about remote access yeah. to help people, and Allie, you have the money tip, and then also you're going to be telling us how to take apps off our phone for good. And so this is just an example of the wealth of knowledge that we pass along Week after week on Kim Commando today, actually day after day. I mean, it's just amazing. That's why you need to tell three friends about this podcast and also stay right where you are. Today, if you're a new listener, we are so glad that you're here. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. And we always love to get your feedback. Uh, podcasts at commando.com. Once again, that's podcasts at commando.com. Uh, a few shows ago, I don't know if you guys remember, but we were talking about whether or not you could make money with your photos. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we said if you had photos that you thought you could sell, and if you thought you had a knack for making money, that you should email us your photos. Well, we've gotten quite a few folks so far, and we're going to be going over these next week. Okay, so if you haven't already sent us like three to five photos that you think that you could sell online to make big bucks, and we're going to give you our honest, unbiased opinion right here, make sure that you send it to us at podcast at commando.com. Once again, that's podcast at commando.com. And just one more thing before we talk about the tips is that all of our newsletters are going over a major revamp. And so if the newsletters start looking a little differently, okay, start calling it The Current, uh, make sure that you know that, hey, doesn't mean that, Kim Commando, you've been hacked. <laughs> okay. We're changing all the podcasts up. Less ads, more meat. You're going to love it. And make sure that you sign up right now at commando.com slash subscribe. All right. So let's say you're at the bar. And, you know, we are all happily married, or Matt's case, to be married. Soon, happily. soon. Uh, so let's say you're just sitting there and, you know, you start striking up a conversation with someone. 
And that person says, you know, hey, you know, why don't you send me a text so this way I always have your contact information? Or maybe it's something like you're talking about some weird viral video. Uh, like I saw one today. It was so cute. Like this, like imagine this, like this two-year-old kid is sitting in their high chair and the mother hands the kid the binky yeah. and, throw, and the kid like pushes it away with his hand. <laughs> the mother hands him a plate of spaghetti and he pushes it away. The mother hands him a bottle and he pushes it away and he's like, like crying the whole way. The mother put a glass of red wine in front of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's like, starts, starts smiling, go, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, it was really crazy. So anyway, so you're at a bar and you start wanting to share this. And then you open up your phone with what? Your pen. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you put your phone down. Whoever you're talking to grabs your phone. <gasps> they run out the door. And now they have the pin to unlock your phone. And then they have everything that is on your phone oh. in your life, oh, no. right there. And there's really not a lot of things that you can do with it. So what do, what should you do? Well, have a really good PIN number, not like me, okay? <laughs> because what is my PIN number? Anybody here know it? Zero, 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 zero. 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 <laughs> six zeros? Yeah, yeah, six zeros. It used to be four. I made it harder. Just type Ooh. in zero so you get there. <laughs> Look at her go. So, so set it up just for... Uh, just set up for a facial ID. And so this way, you know, if somebody doesn't have your face, then they can't actually open up your phone. We've got a lot of steps, of course, over at commando.com. And you want to actually watch out for a scam phone call. It's going to say you have won a million dollars or you have tickets to an Elvis Presley concert. You're like, wow, a million dollars. I go see an Elvis concert. What am I going to do? And then it says, well, press one for the money and two for the (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Matt... You are just such a nice person. You really are. Hey, thanks so I mean, much. You are just, you're just helping so many people, like, you know, with your mom and dad, with their tech. And so tell us about this new one. You know, we all know that person that just struggles with their tech. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're not one of them because you listened to Kim Commander today. So you know all these things. You don't need all the help. But we all have that one person that will call us up in the evening and say, oh, I I can't do this. Can you help me? And then you have to spend two, three hours trying to walk them through. Like you said earlier, oh, we'll open up the start button. And they're like, well, where's the start button? You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it can be really frustrating with those kind of people. But there's some new tools that are different from the other stuff that we've talked about before that can help you remote into other people's PCs so that you can help them fix whatever problem they're coming into. So I know, Kim, you've talked about a bunch of other programs. You talked about the stuff that you can buy and stuff like that to be able to remote into other people's PCs. Mm -hmm. But did you know that you can just use a simple Google Chrome extension to remote into whoever you want's PC? And it's super handy and it's super free. So... (laughs) (laughs) So what you're going to do is you're going to go to Google Chrome and you're going to type in remote Google Chrome PC. And what that will do is it'll bring up an extension. And as long as you can download that on both of the computers that you want to be able to do this with, uh, you can remote into it. So what I suggest is that if you're helping an older relative, maybe your parent or grandparent, and they just bought a new computer, the first thing you should do is download Google Chrome and then download this (laughs) extension so that when they inevitably call you, you can walk them through it without or you can do it for them instead of having to walk them through it. Love that. So once you get this extension, all you're going to do is click on the little extension in the top right hand of your window. It's going to say either share screen or remote into PC. Now, the person who wants to be remoted into the person who needs the help is going to click share screen and it's going to come up with a 12 digit little number. And then they send that to you and you 
pipe that in when it says um, remote in and then you're right in and you can do anything you want on their PC. It's super handy. And again, it's free. So you don't have to buy all those extra programs. Nice. Or you can eliminate the headaches altogether. And pardon me for this commercial message, but you can go to getkimshelp.com. I was Tell just them. about to say that. <laughs> Give them a gift subscription to getkimshelp.com. And I'll tell you, no, those those guys and gals are really talented. And we've gotten a lot of positive feedback from that. And they don't fix your problem. Well, then you don't pay. And that's over at getkimshelp.com. So, uh, Matt, you're going to put the extension up on site? Absolutely. Awesome. Actually, it's already on the site. All you have to do is go to the site and type in Google Chrome remote and it'll pop right up. Nice. Oh, love that. Love that. All right. So, um, Ellie, as you know, I've been sitting on airplanes for a couple of days and I sat there because um, we had no Wi-Fi. Oh, I mean, we had no. Wi-Fi. I know. It was just bad. From here to New York. It was so It's a bad. long flight I mean, with bad or no What do you do with no internet? I don't even know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Kim told me yesterday she felt like she was in 1985. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I'm like, oh my God, this is how we lived in 1985. It was horrible. It was what horrible. Do I do? But I could text. Yeah. And then I, if you wanted to pull up a web page, it was like forever, mm. forever. I mean, and I even like you know, complain. I'm like, can you like reboot something, anything? <laughs> Do you want me to show you how to reboot Whatever. the plane? Yeah. Can, uh... yeah, something, something. Uh, so I did, I sat there, Allie, and I deleted a whole bunch of apps off my phone. Good for you. Yes. Nice. yes. yes. Yeah. And we should all do this every once in a while. If there's stuff you don't use, um, you just realize you don't need it anymore. But every single time we talk about deleting apps, people ask, what do I delete? And I've got a couple rules of thumb that you can use to get rid of stuff on your phone. And Kim, I bet you did some of these without even, you know, thinking about these rules. Uh, the first one, does your phone have a built-in way to do it? <laughs> this is why we are always or telling you, you know, you don't need a QR code scanner app. You don't need a flashlight app. You don't need, you don't even need a P PDF viewer app. That stuff is all built into your phone if it's any time, you know, if you bought it in the last, I don't know, five years. Um, <laughs> So you don't need extra downloads for that. Uh, you can get rid of them. Why? Why do you need to? Well, maybe the app works, but developers change. Sometimes they add extra code in. Yeah. Uh, they are likely collecting your information in some way. And in the worst cases, you end up with malware. You end up with, you know, apps that are popping up ads all over your phone. And you just don't need that stuff. When is the last time you used it is another mm. good metric. Uh, you can mm, sort yeah, your apps true. by the last day you opened it. If it's been more than, I don't know, a month, you're probably not going to use it again. And I say, just get rid of it. If you really need it again, you'll download it again. And on the flip side, maybe you use it too much. <laughs> so perhaps there's an app <laughs> that you think, oh, I want to stop using this. I, I don't have any self-control with it. Take it off your phone. Then you won't have, you know, the, the push to do it. This is good for maybe there's a game that you got sucked into and you can't stop playing it. Take it off your phone. And then finally, um, how much space does it use? This is a good consideration. A lot of people now, you might have a phone, you bought the highest end one, so you have a ton of space, you're never going to fill it all up. I still know a lot of people who get that you don't have any storage space left message. Hmm. So if that is you, you might want to sort by how big an app is. And you might not realize that one you don't use very much is taking up a ton of space on your phone. Uh, and a little pro tip there, some apps store a lot locally on your phone. Uh, a Facebook is a really good example of this. If you delete it and then reinstall it, you'll actually get back a lot of space hmm. because of all the stuff it was just storing on your phone. So you can try that too, delete and reinstall uh, for apps that might be storing a lot of stuff locally. 
Mm, nice. Those are really great tips. And I'll give you another one. If you're going to be on an airplane, <laughs> before you get on the airplane, set your Google Drive to work offline. That's right. So that this way you have full access to do things like, I don't know, writing DLH scripts. Oh, <laughs> Actually, it was uh, it, it, Ian and I played blackjack. Oh, fun! And I taught him a life skill that I unfortunately I never really taught him the life skill of shuffling cards. So, cool. So he now knows how to shuffle cards. Wonderful. Hey, uh, if you like quick tips like this, make sure that you get our daily tech update podcast. So wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K. And we know that you get this podcast, but you're going to love the daily tech update because every single day you just get two one-minute podcasts. One is a say my opinion about a tech news story that's happening. And then the other one are what we call our digital tech hacks or life hacks. So again, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K. All right, coming up, I have the what the heck headline of the week, and it has to do with exploding USB drives. Uh, Matt's going to be talking about some stories about the online gaming world. Al, you've got that game-changing money tip. And then, of course, I have the joke at the end. I'm telling you, it's a little marginal. A little marginal <laughs> going into it, right? But you still want to stay right where you are. Hey, it's Kim Commando today. Just a quick reminder that you can watch us do the show over at youtube.com slash Kim Commando, youtube.com slash Kim Commando. While you're there, make sure that you hit that big old subscribe button because that's super important because every single time that we drop a new video, you're going to get an automatic notification. So that's youtube.com slash Kim Commando. All right. So I have the what the heck headline of the week. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, journalists targeted by USB drives that explode when inserted into PCs. Oh, my gosh. What's that? Uh, Apparently, someone has created flash drives that you can actually make them explode once you plug them into your computer. Uh, It made headlines after a journalist received one in the mail, and he went to the newsroom, and he put it in his computer, and poof. Oh, my gosh. Uh, They said nobody was hurt, but obviously the computer was toasted at that point. Uh, Of course, hackers are known to drop USB drives you know, in parking lots, you get them in the mail, whatever it may be. So you always want to be careful. This was actually took place in Ecuador, Mm. uh, where they said, like, there's some political rift going on Mm. between different parties. But if they can do it in Ecuador, guess what? They can do it here. Mm -hmm. So, and I've been to Ecuador. Okay. Uh, So, you know, just keep in mind that if you do get a USB drive in the mail, or if you... um, you know, happen to see one on the street. Just generally a bad idea to think, oh, it's my lucky day. Yeah. <laughs> guess what I'm, I'm going to do? Plug it in and see what happens. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, you are not only our magnificent millennial that keeps us current on what your entire generation thinks and believes, but sure. you're our very own internet scout. Yes. And I, I'd like us to talk a little bit about the email that I received this past week from Dan, who is a commando community member. Um who was questioning how we can say get rid of TikTok. Right. But these are the great things that are happening on TikTok. Yeah. I think it's a valid point. It is. I absolutely agree. I mean, you really should not get TikTok. I am in no way ever encouraging anybody to ever download TikTok. But there are trends that start on TikTok, And if you want to know what the kids and grandkids are talking about and why they're saying that random word or why they're singing that random song, someone's got to be on TikTok to tell you why that <laughs> happened. 
So I'm doing that work for you. I'm putting myself out there so that I can figure out. And let me tell you, I do use not my cell phone. I use an old cell phone that is not my main cell phone. And I make sure that I'm not giving away my personal information. And the cell phone has none none of my bank information or anything like that connected to it. So I just use it for TikTok. So if you're going to be on TikTok, that's the way to go. But don't do TikTok. But again, this is where trends originate right now. And until something changes, got to have my thumb on that pulse. Boy, I'll tell you, there are so many different countries and organizations that are banning TikTok oh, yeah. altogether because it truly does get every single bit and bite off your phone. And even if you remove it, it leaves some data behind. <laughs> yeah. So it's so if you have TikTok on your phone, if you had it on your phone, well, first of all, if you if you want to use TikTok, be a smart cookie. Okay, do what we've talked about here, what Matt, what you're doing is like use it on a device that is not your primary device. Yes. All it is is for TikTok. Don't put it on your Wi-Fi. Make sure it has its own cell phone plan. And if you do remove TikTok, uh, just keep in mind that, of course, we all know that it's owned by ByteDance, mm-hmm. a Beijing company that is controlled by communist China, is that I would completely reset the phone and then download all your apps again. Okay. So that out of the way, and Dan, thank you for your note. Yes. And um, we were going back and forth a little bit in the community chat. And uh, and I'm going to say like 73 to you. You know what that means? No. No. Okay. okay. This is another big trend that's happening. Okay. It's huge. It's huge. Okay. 73. You just say to somebody next time, 73 to you. And you know, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know that. You know what it is? It's a it's a hobby that that nobody nobody among us has ever done. It's ham radio. They're hams. Oh ham radio gosh. When, they go, when they say seventy three, you're like they're like oh that means like best wishes. Like okay, all right. Okay, I'm gonna start okay. using that. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. <laughs> all right, so Matt, what's going on? You know, the video game community is not known for being a. Um, a nice place, you know, <laughs> if you've ever seen a kid or maybe you yourself have ever played video games, you know that the chat or online gaming can have its, uh, you know, drawbacks it can be people shouting obscenities, a little kid with a little kid voice shouting the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> but sometimes this community can be heartwarming. And I recently saw a video going viral that just, you know, really got me in the feels. <laughs> Basically what had happened was there's an actor, his name is Lance Redding. You might've heard of him. He was in The Wire, John Wick, um, White House Down. Uh, He was a really popular actor and he passed away uh, recently from a heart attack. And he was actually an avid gamer and his favorite game was a game called Destiny 2, which is an online game that a bunch of people play together. And it turns out the night before he passed away, he was playing this game and his character was still in the game after he had passed away. And people that had played with him informed the entire group of people that had played. And within 24 hours, there were thousands of people gathered around his player in the game. And they were holding a candlelight vigil in the game to that actor. So it's not always bad, but there's there's a couple of other times that the video game community has been pretty nice. So in 2017, there was a game released called Breath of the Wild. It is a Zelda game. You've probably heard of the Zelda series. And Robin Williams was actually a big, big fan of this series, so much so that he... I didn't know that. He named his daughter Zelda 
Robin Williams' daughter's name is Zelda. (laughs) And so he had passed away during the development of this game. And after they found out that he passed away, they actually designed a character that looks just like Robin Williams. (laughs) And I played this game. You can actually go up to him and look at him. It looks exactly like Robin Williams. And he talks and has a voice similar to Robin Williams. So that's really nice. And then the final story I have is back in 2016, there was a very popular online gaming platform called RuneScape, and it had millions of people. It was on for 30 years. It started in the early 90s on like the very beginnings of internet, and it ran all the way until 2016. Well, when they announced that they were going to be shutting down the servers, there was very few people still playing, but there was one player who was a 13-year-old boy who was just trying to finish the game for the very first time, and he was coming close to the end on the day that the servers were closing. Well, Reddit and the internet got behind this and they informed the developers and the people that were running the servers that he was just trying to beat the game. And so instead of shutting it down, they kept it live just enough time for this player to finally beat the game. Oh, that's so cute. So, you know, we've all heard those horror stories of bad online people and people saying terrible things. But, you know, there are some good apples in there. (laughs) You know what? Those are nice stories. Yeah. I feel good. I feel good and cozy after hearing that. It was so nice, Matt. It's like saying like, oh, well, this gamer like yeah. told this other one yeah. and swatted him and did whatever <laughs> they did. Awful, awful stuff. All right, coming right up, we have uh, Allie with her terrific money tip. This way you can earn millions and millions of dollars in your sleep. Ooh. Right, Al? I, sure. I yeah. like that. <laughs> No. I mean, you know what? I'd like to sign up for that one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, and then we have my marginal joke at the end. So you should stay with us. It's Kim Commando today. If you're not already following us on social media, we are everywhere at Kim Commando. So no matter if you're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and it's always at Kim Commando. But I will tell you, my Instagram account's a little different. It's more personal than a lot of tips, tricks, and secrets. And so again, that's Insta at Kim Commando, Facebook at Kim Commando, and just everywhere around the world at Kim Commando. All right. So, um, Allie, how are we going to make money this week? Well, first a question. Um, have you two ever been to a wedding where the speeches were so good that you, you know, those ones where you like you laugh and you cry and it's just like, wow, what a good yeah. wedding speech. Only at the ones where I give it. But yeah, sure. OK. <laughs> uh, what about weddings where the speech or speeches are so bad that everyone is trying not to look at each other and you're having that moment of like, I hope this is over soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, me too, because I have been to weddings. Uh, you're <laughs> yeah. just going to run into some bad ones sometimes. But if you have a way with words, you might be able to make quite a bit of money writing wedding speeches. Um, this is a thing people pay for. And it makes sense, right? If you are not a good public speaker, if you're just not very good at putting your thoughts in you know, a format like that, you might be freaking out about it, which means maybe you should pay someone to do it for you. I went over to Fiverr to look around and see like, how big is the market for this? Okay, made of honor speech. Uh, there are 251 different services available. Hmm. Pretty big, right? Uh, this is funny, best man speech, 414. So <laughs> I guess the guys out there are having a little more trouble. Uh, wedding vows, 206 services available. Kim, wow. did you and Barry write your own vows or did you do the standard ones? 
Uh, we wrote them because I said, you know, I took out the whole obey part. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those feel so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Matt, are you, are you two going to write your own vows? I think we probably will write our own vows. We did our own too. Um, and I remember being really stressed out about that. And I'm somebody who's pretty good with words. Um, and in most cases, this isn't, you know, you've never met my soon to be wife, write all of our vows for us. Uh, the good speech writers will actually send you a questionnaire and they'll ask you to kind of put together your thoughts first and they'll take that and they'll make it into something really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. How much can you get paid for this? I found a comedy writer who will make you a hilarious wedding speech. If you're the maid of honor, best man, whatever, three minutes for 40 bucks. Mm -hmm. Not too bad if you need one and not bad cash for three bucks or for three minutes rather. Uh, Eight minutes is $95, but my tip here is no one wants to hear you speak at a wedding for eight minutes, so (laughs) please don't buy an eight-minute speech. Uh, And then what about on the higher end? Uh, I found somebody who offers the whole package. This is really cool. You get a speech, unlimited words, however long you want it. They will do video prep with you. They will actually do a a video version. They'll do themselves kind of, you know, doing the speech. Hmm. So you can, you know, if you're really bad at that. They will meet with you on video, walk you through it, help you personalize it. Pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, And that goes for 225 bucks. So depending on your skills, maybe you're just a writer. Maybe you're good at coaching people on this kind of stuff. I think you can make some pretty decent money. Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, how do you think chat GPT is going to affect this? (laughs) I think chat GPT has no personality. Uh, Yeah. And... I don't think you're going to get that personal touch that you would really want with vows. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. W- once we're done here, I'm going to go try to wa- write some wedding vows or a speech on J- chat GPT. If I get anything good, I'll read it next week. Yeah, do that. Yeah. You know, I found if you if you tell chat GPT, like, for example, I said, you know, write me a radio script about this story. Because yeah. I just was curious. And it comes up and it says, all right, everybody, I'm just here to tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, Came to exactly me in a lot five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Now, okay, I'm, I, I, I'm telling you, it's not a great joke. It's not one of my better ones. Okay. So uh, I'm not even going to give it a number, but I guarantee you it's better than Matt's a few weeks hey, ago. Hey, okay, yeah, you just can't say get worse. You That's can't the get bar worse. now. Okay. That's yeah. what we got. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Since we've been talking a lot about AI, our joke here is about AI. Uh, humans are being tested against the new AI program, and the robot is beating the human in every single category, like throwing and jumping and writing and math skills. And then it comes to one of the last skills, the robot versus humans. It's hunting. That's right, hunting. Once again, the robot beats the human. But a scientist says, this cannot be possible. We need to do the experiment once more. So the scientists working there, they set the animals free and they tell the robot and the human to try to collect all the animals, how to get the animals again. Robot, this time, just doesn't move, just stands there. The human goes out and he wins. Do you want to know why? Why? Because robots can't handle recaptures. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. What right? a classic CAPTCHA bad. joke. Classic <laughs> CAPTCHA <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that, too. Hey, listen, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on this podcast or even on the show, uh, make sure you always can drop them to us at the site. That's always the best way because we get them all over social media. But these are the ones that we are 100% bonafide to see. Uh, that's commando.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. And just another reminder that we always want to hear your comments and your photos, too. Send us your pictures if you think that you are going to be like the best online photographer making $100,000 a year. But we just want to, we want to make sure that maybe this might be the right gig for you. And I will tell you, some of the pictures that we're getting, they're okay. Yeah. 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 A few of them have been, have been pretty they're, good. They're okay. Yeah. They're, they're okay. some good ones. So, uh, Podcasts at commando.com. All right. So this is like where we leave you with our to-do list. And Matt, you go first this week. All right. If, if you need to help somebody with their computer and you're sick of having to call them and walk it through, use this Google Chrome extension, Google Chrome remote, and it will help you do whatever you need to do to help them with their PC. And save your sanity. And save your sanity. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 100%. Um, how about you, Al? Well, if you find yourself with no Wi-Fi on a plane for six hours, I think you should clean out your apps or <laughs> if you're just sitting on the couch, right? Next time you're watching a show, go through, spend five minutes, and I bet you will feel way better about your life when you're not seeing like, why do I have the KFC mm -hmm. app? Why do I have, you know, just like it's a very junk important in there. App. Get it out okay. of there. Nobody should have the KFC app. Listen, Nobody. maybe Nobody somebody needed a, a chicken sandwich later tonight. I don't know. Just once. Uh, and then I think if you find a USB drive laying around or if you get one in the mail, don't plug it in. Okay? <laughs> Just throw it throw away. It Just throw it away. And uh, I do want to remind everybody that our newsletters are changing. The format and the the number of newsletters that we're sending out every single day because we're going to consolidate it. So this way you get less ads and more meat. And so you can go ahead and sign up at commando.com slash subscribe. That's commando.com slash subscribe. And make sure that you tell at least three friends about our podcast and drop us a great review. And once again, you can watch us do the show on youtube.com slash Kim Commando. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, Matt and Al. And we'll all be here again next Friday for Kim Commando Today. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.